Hey, what's up, everybody? This is another episode of Straight to the Dome. I've got my little brother Cameron here as my co-host, and I got a special guest, the one and only Maddie Goldberg. How are you, bro? What's going on, guys? How you doing? Doing pretty good, bro. Uh, uh, I've been wanting to get you on for a while, as long as we've been talking back and forth on I know, Instagram, I know. man. I'm happy to be here. Yeah, it's been a long time coming, bro. Yeah. But uh, any, any questions, shoot away. Yeah, for sure, man. Uh, so um, you said you're watching the basketball games. Um, yeah, still... I have one eye on it. It calmed down. So sorry, I yeah. have a stupid dog here. It might bark. So <laughs> no, we, you're... Might have, we might have to deal with it. And, my, and I have my nephew is like outside screaming. I got, yeah, I I got, got, I got two little <laughs> fuckers myself. My, nep- my nephew's my dogs. neighbor. He's four and he's a character. He's already into wrestling. He loves Jake the Snake. He loves Jungle Boy. Do you guys know Jungle Boy? I can't no. have ever Jungle Boy is actually, you remember Luke Perry from Beverly Hills 90210? Yeah, isn't he dead? His, no, yeah, he like died, he, but his, his son's away? a wrestler. Okay. His son's, oh. Yeah, it's pretty wild. So, yeah, his kid, uh, the violent kid at four. Oh, it's that's good awesome. to see you, Kirby, buddy. Uh, it's... How you feeling? Yeah, I'm doing great, man. I'm doing great. I'm uh, two yeah. edibles uh, deep today. Um, I got wow. my Bud Light right here, dude. I'm fired up and ready to go. How many? Uh, how many milligrams you want? Uh, okay, so light dose, dude. Twenty milligrams. Yeah, I'm about. I do about twenty, and then add a little five, ten to fall asleep. A little something yeah. extra, a little extra kick. There you go. That's beautiful. Yeah. All right. So where are you at right now? I'm in Los Angeles, Shitsville. The city's, the city's uh, a complete fucking mess. Can I curse, right? You can, you can say anything you want, dude. All right, you yeah, can. it's a mess. Everybody's moving to Florida. If I could, I'd, I'd be moving to Florida, but, you know, I don't know. All my family's here, but it's a mess out here. Yeah, yeah, I hear you, man. Well, I mean, where we're at Florida overall, we got it pretty good. Um, it's yeah, it's freedom, bro since day one we've been free during this whole pandemic i mean nobody's (laughs) you have the occasional karen but for the most part nobody really gave a rat's ass like if you guys were here it would be a culture shock because you go to a grocery store and 90 percent of the people would be wearing masks we just were not allowed we just were allowed not to wear masks and people still wear them i don't wear it say california yeah i worked in california for over two months last okay. year. So yeah. I, I have dealt with it. And yep. even when you're on the job site, no one's around you and you're just breathing yeah. in whatever the fuck. They still want you to wear a mask. They don't give a shit. Listen, here's the weirdest thing. I seen people walk like their dogs at six in the morning wearing like the N95 mask. Oh. Why the hell? Then the weirdest <laughs> thing I saw, I saw a couple, a guy and a girl. The girl was wearing a mask. The guy wasn't. They're holding hands. Like, does that make any sense? No, 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 no. No. Not much makes sense anymore, bro. Nothing like, Common does. sense has been fucking thrown out the window since 2016. I mean, yeah, probably. I, I would agree with you. It's it's kind of funny because, like, there's not many people out here that agree with me. I have, like, two or three friends that we all, like, kind of talk about shit, like, behind closed doors, you know, because – it's 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 a lot different out here. I'll just put uh, it you, that way. 
you'll find a lot of like-minded people out here. You just got to be careful because yeah. some take it way too far. Well, that's the thing. There's like an extreme of both sides. So like there's those crazy like right people that are just so extreme that think like, you know, uh, Trump is coming back and he's going to like yeah. be JFK is still president. And yeah. then there's people on the left that are just so like that they're going to wear masks until the day they die. They sleep in masks. They, you know, whatever they tell them on the news, they're like, yep, that's me. So there's I was, that. I was well. listening to this podcast. Uh, it's called Macrodosing. It's a barstool podcast. Yeah. Uh, one of the co-hosts on it is Arian Foster. He's an ex-NFL player. And yep, um, he yeah. had mentioned about I wearing masks. Um, yeah. Yeah. I can okay. hear. Uh, he mentioned about wearing masks and he said that um, he had worn masks before even before sure. this pandemic and yeah. now he's even more convinced just to keep wearing them and he's saying how he's just he's gonna wear them no matter what well yeah. it's like okay i'm a poker guy so when i would play poker you go to the casino and there's a contingency of asian uh players that would wear masks and you're just like i don't get it you know yeah. i get it like your whatever disease whatever but i never understood it look i like my face i like to fucking breathe that's all I got to say. We were made to have unique faces. We're not, we're not made to cover our shit up. That's the way I look right. at it. Yeah, so, it sounds like they just opinion. wanted a slight advantage at the poker table, you know, cover their face a little bit. It is a great, it's a great, it's a hell of an advantage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I think it was, it's mostly like probably just, that's like, you know, customary there, but I don't, I don't understand what Arian Foster's talking about, to be honest. Yeah. I mean, he's a fit guy too. It shouldn't worry yeah. him at all. No, Arian Foster saying bit. this. No, He's the yeah, one yeah. Said Arian this. Foster, ex-football yeah. player. Yeah, All great right. shape. Well, I've listened to some of his like he's in uh, macro dosing the podcast. Yeah. Maddie, you've ever heard of it? I like Barstool. I'm a big uh, uh, part of my take is probably my favorite podcast on oh, it. Yeah. And you know, I follow like some of their guys because they're funny when they gamble, and I yeah. I enjoy it because it's fun. And we forgot how to have fun. You know, everything nowadays is so goddamn serious that just to have fun nowadays is like not good enough. So it's like, if you're not fucking like doing your cause, right. you're wasting your time. If you're not waving a flag for some social justice reason, I mean, yeah. you're a loser. You're, you're a Nazi. It, it, and you know, it's it really crazy. Is. It's, it's nuts. And uh, yeah. so I, I enjoy a lot of their content just because it's silly. And I think for us, like what we've been through the last two years, the whirlwind of like, gaslighting and manipulation all that shit mm-hmm. we need entertainment like we need to just sit back turn the brain off and just like just relax and laugh because there's too mm-hmm. much shit that's going on that we don't really know about now and i might admit too like i was like when this shit kicked off dude i was like wow this is this is it man i'm like this is a different world this is like crazy and, and yeah. it's like become a cult now and then we've had this conversation like it, it's literally become a, like a cult now and you know for entertainment purposes i used to be like sharing information like oh, i really care for people i still do don't get me wrong but there yeah. are some people where they're so far gone that might for entertainment purposes when they come up to me and they're like yeah yeah they take a a, a point on a cause i try mm-hmm. to go 10 times further than them yeah you know, and that's my entertainment. Like, yeah, of course, yeah. be arrested. I'm like, you go farther than that. 
Like their entire family should be put on an island, and that island should be fucking set on fire. Well, that's the problem. They're just like what? Yeah, yeah. I think nobody really has a sense of humor. So if you say something to somebody, they'll take it so serious, and they just can't. Like it's really bizarre. Weird times, my friends. Weird times. I know. All we can do is this right here. I mean. There needs to be more of this, to be honest. I think there needs uh, to be more edibles and more alcohol and more like silly comedies that are just goofy and whatnot and more like just relaxing. And I don't know, there's like this heaviness with everything nowadays. And it's really mm -hmm. sad because it wasn't like that 20 years yeah. ago or even 10 years ago. Yeah, everybody needs a laugh, man. So, are, uh, are you still doing stand up? I know you. You know, I'm on, a little, I'm on a little sabbatical. I'm taking a little break. And, like, one of the reasons why is unfortunately, stand up became such a, a movement of uh, activism. Like, mm -hmm. you have to attach yourself to some sort of activism in it. And I was just like, my favorite comic was David Tell. I don't know if you guys know him, but he's I've just a dick him. joke guy. He's a funny, just straight up silly sex dick jokes clever yeah. funny but nowadays it's like well if you're not this or you're not that or you don't talk about this you're not really marketable and i'm just like fuck that like i never got into comedy for that and i just needed to take a break from it i did it for so many years it was just like it's a it's a rough business let me tell you like it's it the business will get to you yeah right yeah, I see. I but uh, I as a fan of stand up, like yeah. some of my favorite comedians are Dave Chappelle, Theo sure. Vaughn. Yeah. Um, you know, those are some of my absolute favorites right now. I know Theo. Uh, Theo and I have done a bunch of shows together. He's always been a really sweet guy, and yeah. like, and like Dave Chappelle, like he's one of the greatest of all time, and he's had a few breakdowns. I mean, this business will give you a breakdown where you just lose your mind, and he's had a couple of them. Mm hmm. Yeah, it seems like you got to have some real balls. Like you just got to like forget about what people think or care, you know, or say. About it's hard you. because I did a podcast uh, like, you know, that video I sent you the dude, Alex Stein, primetime 99 Stein. Mm -hmm. So he's kind of blowing up. He just got a video on the Jesse Waters show. Oh, uh, shit. Yeah, he did one where he did a rap about Ukraine and COVID and stuff. And he's he's fantastic. And I did his podcast and some of his fans are giving me a hard time and just like, you know, look at me, I'm a goofball. I look like, you know, whatever, like, and you, you remember like, holy shit, the internet's rough. Like all of a sudden, yeah. like there's faceless people out there that just like want to rip you apart. And uh, I forgot about that because I've kind of been hiding for like a year or so. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, dude. I was like, okay, sharing some political stuff. Um, and commenting on some things and it would be like a, a pretty hot take i guess you could say but yeah I mean, it would just be like okay well here's the link too i mean you can see it for yourself and then sure. i had trolls on my instagram coming at me yeah like there was one with me with uh holding a rifle and like some fairy commented on there and he was like cool gun you should blow your head off in front of your whole family i was just like oh my god yeah, it is a weird, you know, like, it, it's kind of funny because I know, like, your politics. and He kind of got you. Yeah. 
I mean, the, the way I look at this time in America, and I hope in 20 years we look back at this time and we're like, we thought like this big bad orange man was so terrible. And then we realized we were just vile pieces of shit a hundred times worse than he could ever be or we could ever imagine him being. And that's what we're kind of seeing with like all these other people getting in trouble on the other side because you know, human nature is fucked up. We are flawed, fucked up people. Yeah, and I think the power has a lot to do with it, man. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's also like this idea that like, I mean, you've told me a little, I don't know if you want me to talk about what you told me, but you told me, you know, like you grew up kind of in like a cult and shit. And this, this, does, this is a lot like a, it is a very cult mentality and like there's rules you follow, like what they say is what you go with. You don't disagree. You can't even like think about like, well, maybe this doesn't make sense. It's like you're either there or you're here. And that's really unfortunate because, you know, we're always a world, a country of like, you know, just thinking for ourselves and challenging things and questioning things and discussing things. And that shit is out the window. It's just like, no, this is it. This is what it's like. And if you're not this, then you're this. Mm -hmm. And it's just really depressing because I was always, my parents were hippies. I grew up as a Democrat, you know, but then about like, I'm going to say five or six years ago, I noticed like a shift of like this elitism from the left that they were better and more educated and smarter. And I just thought it was gross. And I thought it was everything that you, they claim not to be. And that kind of like sent me the other way. Right. So that's kind of why I think the way I think right now. Yeah, 100%, man. Not like it used to be about individuality and people wanted their individual freedoms and the Constitution yeah. gave them those individual freedoms. And now uh, it's like the woke mob wants you to have that same mob mentality. There's no individuality anymore. It's like you, you got to stand man. behind something. You got to wave one flag, you know? Yeah, you can't wave the wrong one either. So no, and you can't right. question things like one little bit. And it's, once it's, you look, oh, go on. I was going to say there's there's no there's no uniqueness about anything these days because no, like I said or like Kirby said, all everything's been molded into like one like ideology, one thought. Everyone's yeah. just pushing their their one thought, and everyone's just turning into that one thought. So there's no uniqueness in anyone these days. No, yeah. even on hive, like, yeah, like a guy like, like Trevor Noah, well, I'm not, a, I'm not a fan of. So about a, a, a few months ago, he tweeted, uh, he tweeted something like, hmm, all these pharmaceutical companies are making a lot of money. And everybody's like, whoa, is Trevor Noah like <laughs> going the other way? And he walked it back so fast. It's like mm -hmm. somebody got they like his handlers got in touch and like no you can't mm -hmm. say this and he walked it back so fast and it's like <laughs> here's the script here's the here's the rules here's the script you you do it and and that's what bums me about comedy because so many of the mainstream comedians out there are just reading the script and just you know saying what they want to hear you know like jimmy kimmel stephen colbert all very talented people that have mm -hmm. taken their talents and flushed it down the toilet with just complete 
garbage. Yeah. I'm just selling what the government wants. And, 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 and my business, it's a bummer because those mm. are the top jobs. Like everybody wants to be like, you know, like when Letterman and Leno were around, everybody wanted to be those guys. Right. Yeah. So it's a bummer. So that, yeah, you can't even sell like authenticity anymore. It's gotta no. be, it's gotta be that thing, you know, it's gotta fit the mold. That's why yeah. I appreciate comics who, you know, don't put themselves in that box. Like, I don't know, Ari Shafir, I guess is a good example. Yeah. Like Tim Dillon and uh, Theo Vaughn and a lot of these guys are like, they, they also moved out of LA too, because it just becomes such a political game of moving up here. So it's like, why live here and not be appreciated? You know? Mm -hmm. Now, how long have you been in LA? I've been out here for 10 years. I grew up in New York, but my sister moved out here and she does really well. So she kind of moved like my father died 10 years ago. So she moved out my other sister and my mom out here. And we've been out here for about 10 years and it was great. And then all of a sudden, like tents just started popping up and just like, I have a, you know, I play a lot of poker. So I, I play a lot of Zoom games and I have a lot of friends from Texas and they're just like, Maddie, bro, you don't know how good it is out here. Like you're living in like, like you're in like some crazy ass fascist bullshit, you know, mm-hmm. like we're free out here, dog. And I'm just like, yeah, man, I wish I, I wish I could experience that. How's your state, so, Texas? <laughs> yeah. Well, Texas and Florida are like the two places that, seem to be like the most open and just like hey we're just gonna go back to normal and i, I think yeah. that's cool yeah shit man we i hit cohen up the other day uh a little while back and was asking him like hey dude we need to figure out something about uh going down to spring training and watching some baseball down here because i mean that's where it's at down here yeah uh, like we did that last time um sure but yeah it was a it was such a good time i wanted to do it again and then of course we didn't What's know your, what was gonna go are on you guys, with baseball. Are you guys Marlins team? Are Marlins fans or Tampa Bay fans? Or so get this. I'm a really casual baseball fan. Like growing yeah. up, I didn't watch yep. a lot of sports. My my go-to sport was football. Like I love yeah. football. Yeah. And then um I kind of got into some baseball, uh, but I've always liked the Texas Rangers. So that's cool. They got a yeah. cool new stadium. I love football. Like I'm a big NFL guy, so that's mm-hmm. like my main thing. No, I'm a it's fan kinda... of the uh, Yankees. Okay. I, um, I grew up. I used to go to Yankee Stadium all the time. I used to go to Shea all the time. It was a, I'm it also was a fan of the Giants. So the, uh, New York, this, not New York. the New York football Giants. Yeah, not yeah the, New York football not Giants. Giants. Yeah, they, they're pretty bad lately, but <laughs> it's, it, it's sad because they have such a great tradition. And it's yeah. just like the last five years, they've just been terrible. Well, I really want Daniel us to get D- uh, Deshaun. No, I don't want. No, Daniel no, Jones is their man or no? no? God, no. Have you seen him? Trashed him? How long has it been? And he hasn't you know, improved. I don't, I don't think Daniel Jones is the problem. I mean, well, he needs line. To, yeah, for sure. But. Yeah, he like when you saw when he, when he was out, how bad they were. And if right. he has a decent team, he's not that bad. And, and, I, and I'll just be honest, like running backs have no value anymore. So, like, Saquon Barkley was a really bad draft pick. That's a hot take. <laughs> you look at Derrick Henry, man. Well, yeah, that's one guy. Yeah, I mean, 
two I mean, guys Saquon, right now. Has Saquon Barkley done what Derrick Henry has done? No. No, because Saquon's an injury-prone running back. Exactly. Because Saquon's knee is made of rice, such as my own. Yeah. I think, yes. I honestly, if I was the Giants, I would move him to, like, some sort of slot receiver because I don't think he, he, he like, hits the holes, and I don't think he's got great running vision. Right. But if, but if you get him in space, he's unstoppable. Hey, he's on the chopping block. They, I think they, they should yeah. put him in a for trade. or a punt returner and just wear him down. Oh, dude, he'll get – yeah, he'll get injured the very first run back. Yeah. Or the very first kick. But when he's in space and he's, like – that when he doesn't have to hit a hole, he's like unstoppable. So I try to find he's pretty like, fast. Yeah, like more plays where you can get him out in space and give him like places to uh, get like a head start. He definitely, sort. he definitely should be like a receiving back, kind of like Christian McCaffrey. That's how I see yeah. him. I don't, I don't think he can make it through the line. I think no. once he's past the line and he catches the ball, he's exactly. Good. Yeah, he needs to catch like 50, 60 balls a, a year. <laughs> like kind of like Shane Vereen did on the Patriots. Oh yeah, for sure. Kind of some, and he was on the Giants for a minute. That was a Super Bowl uh, Patriots there. Yeah. So, uh, Alex, speaking of football, what do you think yeah. of uh, old Tommy Boy coming back? <clears throat> uh, I, I just love it. like, yeah, I think like he went to that soccer game, and he's <laughs> up there, and he's like, I don't want to be a fucking spectator, mm-hmm. you know. So he's like, I don't, I'm, I, w- w- as a comedian, I never wanted to go and watch comedy. I couldn't because I, I had to perform. Like, it's just like, I can't be there if I'm not performing. Mm-hmm. So I understand, like, he's probably sitting there like, I miss it. Like, I feel the glory, you know, and I want to, I still can do it. So I think his wife got him to retire though, you know? Yeah. Sometimes you got to listen to the ladies. And, <laughs> And she's like, I don't want you getting hit anymore. And then he's like, okay, I'll retire. And then you're like, fuck it. If I have a few more years left, got to go for it. He listened uh, being for in a, about in a, a house though. Like you go from like with being with your boys, you know, and then you're stuck in a house and then you have crying kids and kid, mm, I don't know. Yeah. You're constantly asking for kits on the mouse and stuff like that. I don't know. Maybe that. Yeah. Oh, okay. I mean, you know, it's Tommy and his kids. You've seen them. I don't have to say anything. You guys have seen He it. likes some sloppy. Yeah, definitely. But the I love Tom. The better the kiss, the better. Regardless. That, it, the kiss I think was a, a little – It was a bit excessive. <laughs> and like, but Wasn't he I laying on a run. table? Yeah, he was getting oh, like yeah. a massage or something. Yeah. Yeah, that was the best You know, part. emotions were in the air. He was just relieving all that stress. He had to go in for the kiss. I he like watching it. videos about him, though. I like, I like his story. I like that he's so fucking hungry that, like – He's so darn competitive that any little thing said about him, he probably like freaks out and is like, I'll show that motherfucker. Yep. Like he's just so insane like that. And when and he I, moved to Florida, he was a different person. All the videos coming out of him yep, um, yeah. drunk at bars, yeah. partying. That's when I was yeah. like, okay, this Tom guy, he knows what's up. I well, watched him all my life. New England. Like when Mac Jones, before he went to the Patriots, he was like kind of happy-go-lucky, and then you see him on the Patriots. He's like, you know, we're just trying to do the best. I'm just trying to help the team out. You know, I can improve a lot. Uh, I made a lot of mistakes out there, and you're like, wow. Like hmm. Bill Belichick has got these guys in like robot, like you know, mode of like no personality. Yeah, but I They've but I like Belichick them. because of that because it gives him a personality that he's 
he's got no personality that is his personality, if that right. makes sense. No, that, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, it, and it makes him terrific players. Yeah. I, I like watching Belichick's son, too, like, because he's a fucking maniac. There's <laughs> <laughs> a tongue action, whatever yeah, the fuck yeah. he's doing. Oh, yeah, that shit yeah. got the me lizard riled up. Person. Real lizard person on the sidelines, man. Yeah. yeah. I love the That's, too. It's always funny, too, like, like, it's just the way the world works. We always try to help our siblings, our kids. There will always be, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Nepotism, you know? There'll always be nepotism, man. Whether he deserves to be like a coach or not, it's just the way it is. It's like your father's a coach, then you're a coach, you know? You think one day it'll be passed down to him? Like, all right, son. Well, that's the pressure because it's like, like passed down him. Music, <laughs> I'm not saying music, it's going to happen, yeah, but I'm just saying, what if he ends up stuff. as head coach? Do you think he, he like, mm-hmm. vouches for his son well enough? How could he? Oh, yeah, how, absolutely. Absolutely. He'll vouch, but, I mean, is the talent there? Yeah, and that's the, and that's the thing. Like, I remember when uh, Don Shula's son coached in the NFL. He didn't do so well. Uh, you know, Rex Ryan did pretty well. But in music, it's the same thing. Like, there's so many. Like, I remember John Lennon. He had a couple kids that did music and they were fucking terrible, you know? And it's like, you can't, it's hard to compete against a beetle, you know? Like it's hard to, hard to be the the son of a beetle. And you're, you're almost like people imagine that like, you're going to put music out like that. And so it's hard. I got some schmutched on my cam or something. Yeah, you had no, yeah, it wasn't focusing. It's still not. You got to like put your hand up and then move it away. Kind of. Yeah, get it to focus and then it'll try to auto. Does it not have an auto focus? Do you guys, do you go to a lot of the Tennessee games out there, Cameron? Or there we go. No, no, I've only been to Nashville once. I mean, I've only been living here for 11 months. And okay. So I haven't, I'm not a Tennessee fan either. So when they yeah. have their games, it's not really sure. something I'm too interested yeah. in. But you yeah. watch all the Giants games or you try, even though they're painful. Yeah. I mean, I play fantasy football, so I don't just sure. watch the Giants. Yeah. I watch every other game. What do you think of Mike Lennon? He's pretty shitty, huh? Oh, fuck him. <laughs> no. Dude, you yeah. know, do you imagine the money he's made for like being oh, really bad? They're living the life, these backup oh, quarterbacks. Oh. Like Chase Daniel. Chase Daniel. Mm-hmm. He's made like 150 mil altogether, and I think he's played like seven games. It, I, I think I saw the stat. He's made $157,000 for each throw he's made in the NFL. That's awesome. <laughs> and like he's going to live a long time. He doesn't have any of the concussions. Right. His career, God bless. Yep. That might be the sweet spot, dude. Oh, yeah. I mean, That's what, what they were trying to doing? tell. Um, You're still an NFL quarterback? It was Mike White. Mike White, remember him uh, for yeah. the Jets? Yep. Uh, yeah. Were, good uh, yeah, he had a good game, and then mm-hmm. the people on part of my take were like, "Hey, he should just get injured and not come back." And then he's the greatest mystery of all time. Like, he he Ooh. had that one game that yep. was amazing, mm-hmm. and then he just doesn't play anymore. And everyone's like, "Well, should we give him a contract?" I don't know. I haven't seen him play anymore. Mm-hmm. But then he started yeah. to play more, and and he shit the bed. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he had one great game. He, he beat the Bengals and he put up like 45 points or yeah. 40 points. And he looked awesome. I, I, I believe in Zach Taylor, though. I think Zach Taylor will be. Is that his name? Zach? Zach Wilson. Oh, Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson. Yeah, I like him a lot. I think he's going to be good. 
the the quarterbacks of the AFC are so amazing. Like the AFC West is just sick. That's the best quarterback division I've ever seen. Yeah, what's your thoughts on uh, Trevor Lawrence? Okay, here. Okay, here's what I think, and this was very telling. So I read a lot, and there was an article about him in Sports Illustrated, and it was a little strange because it was like, yeah, I love football, but it's not like everything. You know, it's not it's not the end of the world if, you know, things don't work out or it's not like my whole I don't want to be completely defined by it. And that bothered me because it's like he said that. Yeah, it was it was an article kind of like that where it's like I'm not going to like, you know, like, you know, you know what he's trying to say. And I'm like, if I'm getting a guy in the first pick. I want this guy to eat shit, sleep, breathe football like every goddamn second is based on like, you know reading defenses, whatever, studying, competitiveness, competition, Super Bowl. Like, you want a guy that's like, I want to be the greatest of all time. Sounds like he's, he's trying got, to make it out for himself in case yeah. it doesn't he work out. He seems a little insecure, and he goes out and just is like, well, I'm going to do my best, you know. Uh-huh. I don't know. That's It's kind of what I'm – I don't – just from what I've seen in interviews yeah. and talk and talking, he does it doesn't sure. seem like he's one hundred percent confident or fully. No, see, that's himself. that's the word. That's the word. It's confidence. He doesn't have the confidence, but that can improve. Um, who was the quarterback, or the, not the quarterback, the coach? Who was the coach that got fired? Urban Meyer. Um, Urban Meyer. Yeah, he was yeah. like blaming games on the rookie quarterback, and that's gonna yeah, and destroy. On pretty ladies at the bar. Can you blame? Yeah, him? yeah but um. Well, not the finger. The, I, mean, I think Doug there. Peterson will be better. <laughs> I think Doug Peterson will be a better fit. Uh, you know, he kind of he fizzled out in Philly, but he did win a Super Bowl. And I think one of the reasons why he's there is, like, I'm good at nurturing young quarterbacks. And that's the key. Like, they, they're, they go, Jacksonville goes with – they live and die with Trevor Lawrence. Like whatever he is, they live and they live and die with him, and that's that. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, there's a reason yeah. why he was the biggest NFL quarterback prospect in history. Uh, it's because yeah. the talent's there, but when you lose confidence as a quarterback, you 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 uh, have that split second of, of should I make this throw? Yeah, yeah. And that's the key moment when you need to make the throw. But if you're thinking in the back of your head, oh, I I don't know. This I wish he had pitch. that Baker confidence where he would just go out and just freaking chuck a ball, you know? And just, well, there's no know, he's got He's going to have Christian Kirk out there, who's yep. a former Aggie. So Very nice. There's High really dollar. no science to quarterbacks either. Like, there's there's always, like, four that are drafted early, and two are going to be total busts. One's going to be really good, and one's going to be really average. Mm-hmm. And that's so how like, did you – Yeah. Sorry. This is uh this is kind of off the subject of football, yeah. but sure. I was gonna try to bring us back to uh your stand up comedy, man. How did how okay? Because I feel like it's pretty ballsy to get into that. What made you want to be a stand up comic? Like, how did you even get into that? You know, I liked it. I liked stand up comedy when I was in high school, but at the time, nobody wanted to do stand up comedy. Like, stand up comedy was like jumping out of a of an airplane. It was like, why would anybody want to do that? And I kind of had it on the back burner. And then this is really weird. It's, it's very odd. I had a friend from college whose best friend was trying stand-up comedy. 
And he, I had nothing to do. I was living in New York City. And he's like, hey, my buddy's performing. You want to go? And I'm like, sure. So I'd go. I saw him like three times. It was all amateur comics. No, I, I didn't really find anybody funny. But there was like moments I was like, could I do this? Could I try this? Mm-hmm. So I told, my, I told my friends, I'm like, hey, can I try? And they're like, yeah, we'll sign you up. So you do these amateur shows where you bring friends. That's how you kind of get on stage. You bring like five paying friends. And I did it once and I got hooked. Like I was like, wow, my first jokes were so fucking bad, dudes. Like (laughs) they're so like vulgar. And so I I think my first joke was about, I swear to God, I was sticking a a piece of corn in a girl's butt. I kid you not. And I was totally accepted back then. What? That bombed? (laughs) <laughs> it, it was it, it actually was 50 50 it, it, it oh, was okay. or missed for sure but it was the chicks not laughing and it was the dudes you were uh you know what i'm gonna say this girls laugh a lot more than guys at comedy shows like really? girls are much better audience members yeah you, I, you don't I, think so but it's true huh some just <laughs> laugh with the crowd they don't get yeah. the joke they're just like, well, <laughs> well, here, well, well here's the thing with guys if you're with a girlfriend you're like, you know, you're macho, you're alpha, like you want to be the best. So when you mm. see like your girlfriend laughing at other comics and they're and they're looking at them and they're kind of eyeball fucking them like, oh, this guy's so funny because being, a, you know, being funny is an attraction. Yeah, They're sitting there like, he ain't fucking funny. Fuck that guy, you know? <laughs> yeah. So you kind of get that with a lot of dudes because they get mad when their girlfriend laughs. And girls basically just want to have a good time. I mean, of course, things have changed. And now it's like everything is like, is it offensive? Is this that? And that's a bummer. But when I started, there was none of that. You know, if anything, things were different. Like things were like becoming more edgy and people were going more edgy. And this is about 2005, I would say. It was totally different. I think I think as a as I think as a as a society, we are. Yeah kind of yearning more for that edgy kind of comedy sure. you know yeah. i feel like we're taking a little bit of a of a turn around here. yeah well it goes uh, it's reciprocal and then when it gets too like everything is offensive then it's like nothing is offensive yeah, right now is the best time to be a troll though in my honest opinion like i because agree everything is so woke uh, woke and you can trigger so many people that are yep. in like the woke cult but you have mm-hmm. so many other people who think it's all bullshit and laugh at everything, make memes like crazy. I mean, yeah. you should see the memes that the meme pages that me and Cameron follow, dude. There's <laughs> definitely that humor that just doesn't give a fuck and it's still around, dude. And yeah, lots of people miss it, but there's lots of people now, their form of comedy, because they're memes, dude. Mm-hmm. Some of them are so just top tier funny. Like, hilarious. oh, yeah. I mean, like, oh, dude, that's a part. Great memes. Yeah. Like, like, like I saw one with like the, you know, like the girl that's like screaming, the like woke chick that's like, you know, she's like the camera. With the like, beanie ah. and she's like yeah. screaming up in the air. And yeah. Then, yeah. And then it says like, uh, thinking World War Three, not wanting World War Three in 2020. And then there's one of her smiling and it's like wanting World War Three in 2022. <laughs> I thought that was great. Yes. Yeah, it's funny to see that side too. Be so pro-war now. That's. Uh, right. I think we just. Wait, can you guys it. hold on one quick second. You're yeah, good. You're good, bro. <clears throat> Cameron, how's your night, bud? 
Oh, it's been good. Um, about three glasses down of whiskey, and I was just playing some Call of Duty before we got on. We hopped on this. That's why I was so late. Um, I was playing some Call of Duty, <laughs> so. <laughs> Yeah. I still I still do my streaming on the side, so every now and then I'll, you know, stream. Uh, I got so many sources of income, dude. I'm just everywhere. You should check out this box right next to me. Actually, I'll lift it up. I just now got I just got done a couple uh couple of nights ago listing all of these it's, uh, over a hundred different cards. Actually, one just sold as we speak. Uh, about one night ago. Two more sold for over fifty dollars. Dang, uh, I'm over seven hundred dollars right now in profit on eBay. Seven hundred dollars in profit on eBay. Yeah, and I'm I have currently all these in a cards, and I just have not gotten started because I think in my head that it's going to be really hard, and I'm not no gonna, not going to know ah. how to ship it right. And also, oh. I um, well, if you wait, if you wait till the um, let me see here, I'm actually coming down. In April, the first week of April, um, coming down probably the seventh, probably Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, leave Monday. So from the seventh to the eleventh, I'll bring um, I'll bring whatever I bring, like uh, I bet. the packs. I got packs for packing the cards, nice. labels, shit like that. So. Yeah, I'll you show got you how all it's the done. shipping labels. You, yeah, you don't need to show oh, me how it's yeah. done. Uh, maybe on uh, on a different printer. I know it's not right. a, not, oh, not a very popular um, brand, but I pulled a Spencer Rattler uh, about a week ago. Oh yeah, I I have I've, I'm fascinated by him. Yeah, because I watched that show on Netflix and he was so cocky, and then he <laughs> lost his job. And there's something about that kid that like I don't know what to think. Because yeah. everybody's like, he's the next. yeah, but I just don't think he has confidence. He's just kind of too cocky and you got to be grounded. Like you gotta, you know, you gotta kind of eat shit first before you, uh, you know, oh, yeah. kind of a humility check. I yeah. know that feeling. I was just listening to, uh, somebody talk about it. You'll have like, a like, I think it was a Jocko Willing podcast. You'll, they call mm. them like gazelles there'll be this perfectly fit dude that already makes it right. And yeah. he's, he's in, he's doing boot camp with everybody else. And he's yeah. already in phenomenal shape. He's this freaking star, basically athlete. And everybody mm -hmm. else is just trying to keep up. Yeah. When he finally gets cracked down and beaten and criticized, he's never had that kind of criticism before. And he thinks so highly of himself. They just can't, make it yeah, and everybody else who is actually worse off than he was to begin with they still keep going on and i was yeah, like it's, Damn. it's humbling it's it's humbling for sure yeah so. you have some kid who's like he's naturally been gifted and maybe he hasn't had any real major obstacles no. yet and then when he gets to him it's just like ah, ah, ah. it's, it's kind of like boxers when a boxer is really good he just like mike tyson Mike Tyson was sick, and then when he got punched in the mouth for the first time, he really didn't know what to do. And that's kind of like Spencer Rattler. Like, now he's, like, not – like, there's a kid behind him that's just as good and just as hungry and works just as hard. And for the first time, like, where everybody in the crowd loves you and worships you and you're the number one high school quarterback in the nation, now you're on Oklahoma and you're expected to win and people, like, hate you. 
And it's fucking humbling. But he deserved a lot of humble pie because he was pretty goddamn obnoxious. Yeah. Yeah. And I was a big Johnny Manziel fan back in the day. I yeah. He was that just hurt. Up. And then, yeah. then we all saw what, you know, he made of his life after. <sighs> it, it is sad. And, and, and he's like, you know, I always wonder, like, in 15 years, will he sit back and go, what the fuck did I do wrong? Like, how did I, I where did I go wrong? That. Yeah, he didn't you have know. to wait very long to, to think that. Yeah. I mean, well, that's. I didn't know he if he was ever going to make it back again. I was like, I wonder if he's really learned from his mistakes because. Well, he, he can't anymore Alouettes. because he, he stopped working out. He stopped taking care of his body. He, yep. like, lost weight. So he can't really play quarterback anymore. But, I mean, in college, he was awesome. Yeah. He was so fucking good. He was one of the greatest college quarterbacks I've ever seen. And uh, it's just a shame. Like, I think, you know, also you, you go to the next level and you get hit and you realize everybody's faster. You can't do what you used to do at, mm-hmm. you know, Texas A&M. And it, it kind of becomes scary because then you got to really put a lot of hard work in it. And a lot of guys don't want to put that hard work in. And that's where – that separates, you know, Tom Brady from Johnny Manziel or somebody like that. <laughs> uh, yeah. A couple of less club scenes, too. Yeah. Yeah, that really liked, sucked, he, man. Because he was he one loved. of my favorite players to watch. I mean, I, I, have a, I have card. Dude, I have his baseball card. And it's the 15th out of the 15th one pr- uh, printed. It's him in a San Diego Padres jersey. Remember mm-hmm. when they, they drafted him? Yeah, yeah. Uh, as like a stunt. Yo, you got um, that numbered out of 15? Yeah, it's 15 Serial out numbered? of 15. It's literally like the last one. Does, it, does this card have any value? Like, does he have any value for his cards? Or is like... I don't think so. I don't think so. Not tanked. anymore. I have many rookie cards of Johnny Mansell, actually. The, the other thing about it, too, is like when you lose your value, it's like people write stories about you, and then they then one day they just stop writing stories about you. Like he could have like taken a dump somewhere and they would be like, Johnny Manziel takes a dump. And now it's like, yeah, he's not really a story anymore. We don't really care. Right. And it's just mm-hmm. wild how, how fast that like goes away. Like one day, like you're, you're important and you're, you're newsworthy and you you're good for clicks. And the next day, like you have no value. And I don't even yeah. know if he has value on like Barstool anymore. Like I don't even know if those guys have any use for him. No, all of his no. sponsorships got dropped. Jeez. Like like the uh I think it was a it was a perfect mint, like graded 10 professionally. Uh yeah. Johnny Manziel rookie card autograph. And mm. I think it was going for like 120 bucks. Now, if you try to find a Patty Mahomes or a Josh Allen or it's like five hundred uh, bucks. Yeah, yeah dude, crazy way about up there. Yeah, and only going up with these. And that's the thing with Josh Allen, like, you know, he had the, he really worked hard. Like, he worked on his throwing. And he wasn't a great – he was always a good runner, but he wasn't a great thrower. He had a cannon, yeah. but he wasn't accurate. And he put the fucking work in. And he's probably arguably the best quarterback in the NFL. And you see, like, hard work, you know, like really yeah. putting that effort in. That's what this is. Four Josh Allen rookie cards. How yeah, much do those Josh go Allen. for? Shit, I don't know. I don't know. A couple hundred? Possibly. I'm not a Bills fan at all, dude. Do you you buy them, like, in the pack? Like, you go to, like, Target and, like, Oh, I do it all. Yep, I do it all. I I go on um, 
I go to Target. I'll buy online and retail. Walmart. Are they hard to find? Like, could you get a Josh Allen rookie in like a regular pack? Uh, you'd have to buy older packs, obviously. Yeah. Because rookie years, so they will be hiked up pretty, Mm -hmm. pretty significantly in price because it's a rookie year. For sure, it's not that guarantee. So yeah, yeah, it's a little bit like. it's a little bit like gambling. Like, okay, the the, the, the app that a me lot. and Cameron get on a lot is a uh, it's called Whatnot, and That's it's like app. in real time uh, bidding on sports cards. So like they can start them off like a dollar, and then you have like thirty seconds to put in your bid. And it can I'm be literally a, on uh, it right now. I've been um yeah I've been watching bids on cards and shit. <laughs> Jerry Judy just sold for two hundred and nineteen dollars. Yeah, there's some really crazy stuff that gets uh, broke on the uh, on the app oh, though yeah. because they'll like open up a box and next thing you know you have a car that's worth a Lamborghini. When it's do dangerous. people like start giving out like I think Jerry Judy's going to be good, but like let's oh, say yeah. he's just the average wide receiver. When do people kind of give up on him as like well, that's a the big thing. That's the thing. He he was an average quarterback with who as his quarterback? Teddy Bridgewater? Yeah. The now they got Russell got, Wilson? Yep. As soon as I heard that news, dude, I went on eBay and I've bought, bought I bought a shitload of Jerry Judy rookie cards, what? numbered, autographs, all that yeah. kind of stuff. I feel like his value is just gonna straight up, dude. Yeah, you know, you know who's shoot up is AJ Brown. If you got a good quarterback, like he's awesome. Did they release Julio AJ Brown? They they released Julio Jones, yeah. But I, yeah. I think AJ Brown is a superstar. I just like, sold he, a Julio Jones rookie card, dude. Like two weeks ago and i sold it for a good amount and then this news just got released that he was released <laughs> well yeah you may not uh, like a bandit then dude yeah but i, I think right time. now he has got a hall of fame career right now wouldn't you say oh yeah yeah uh leo jones yeah i almost feel considered bad one of the greatest I almost feel yeah. bad that he got released because it, it just know how much of a phenomenal player he was like when you yeah. see the decline of a star wide receiver uh it makes you sad because, uh, like, I still have nostalgia for watching oh, Randy hey. Moss on Sundays. I love Randy Moss. He was great. Dude, one of my favorite players. I remember playing backyard football, jumping up for balls as Moss. kids, just catching yep. them and over a person and just yelling Moss in their face, yeah, into it back in the day. I'd say yeah, that he's probably the for second, catches. He's probably the second best receiver I've ever seen. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put Jerry Rice number one. I'll put yeah. Moss number two. But what do you think about Jamar Chase, man? What do you, what do you, where are you going to rank him? Do you think uh, in the future? Jamar Chase, I mean, he's got generational all the potential. Talent? Yeah, he's got all the potential. It's just like as long as Burrow goes well, they'll be. I mean, the sky's the limit. I mean, he had an incredible rookie season, and he's just such a. He, it's like he can, you can shut him down for like two quarters. And then he hits like a three-yard pass and goes 80 yards. And you're like, well, we thought we shut him down. And mm-hmm. He's that dangerous. So he's pretty awesome. Yeah. So do you think out of this last rookie class, uh, the, the Trevor Lawrence uh, yeah. class, out of all those quarterbacks, basically, who do you think is going to be end up in 10 years probably being the most winningest? I mean – Out of pos- uh, what position? Out of, out of the think, quarterbacks drafted. I, I quarterback? one, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna go Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson. Ooh. You think so for the Jets though? Yeah, I think uh. he's got. I think he's a good player, and I think if they get better, 
He's going to do good. He's learning. You know what they said? He goes, you got to learn how to play boring football. And that means you got to learn to throw like three yard uh, checkdowns. And he wasn't doing that in the beginning of the season and kind of getting in trouble. And then he started doing it and started getting better. I would like Trevor Lawrence. I just don't know, like, you know, what the Jags are going to do. And I don't, like I said, I don't know how much is it, like how determined he is to be the best. Or how confident he is yeah. in, the, in the team. And I don't know. I really don't know about Justin Fields. I, I think Justin Fields is a little overhyped. He has his moments, but For sure. I don't. And, and, like, I don't even know if the 49ers are sold on Trey Lance. Like, I don't. Uh, you guys are forgetting was. one then. Who's that? Let's, the fifth. Yeah, the one that's training under Tom Brady. Kyle oh, Trask. Kyle Trask, yeah. Oh, yeah. I think, he's gonna be, I think he's going to be a good quarterback, especially yeah. with a mentor like Brady. Yeah, I have well, a special they even, feeling. Yeah, they were even thinking of, like, with Brady retired, they were like, we're going to give him a shot. And, you know, now they're not. But for a moment, <laughs> he, he had a chance to maybe win that starting job and kind of see if he's the real deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I'm just going to keep bringing it back to sports cards, but yeah. now's a good time to invest in Kyle Trask because people are going to be like, well, I don't want to wait two years to see what this guy can do. So sure. they're selling him cheap, for cheap. a bit cheaper. Yeah. But I think under that mentoring, he'll, he'll yeah. be a great quarterback. And he's not but like he a scrambling quarterback. He's not, he's not a, um, he's not a dual threat. He's more of a field no. general. He'll sit yeah. in the pocket, make those accurate throws kind of like Tom Brady. Yeah. Just drop your fucking beer. Beard, <laughs> I watched that in real time. <laughs> Oops. But yeah, um, so who's your favorite NFL team, Maddie? Well, I like the Patriots. My dad grew up in Boston, so I was a big Boston sports fan. So I like the Patriots, but I also love Tom Brady a lot. So I've become like a bandwagon Bucks fan. And uh, <laughs> I like, so I, I'll say the Patriots, but I always, I'll always root for Brady. Yeah, I yeah, mean, it's um, – And I gamble a lot. So, whatever I gamble on is my team. You know, I, it can be like one week I got this team, one week I got this team. So, I'm more of a gambler, to be honest. Like, I will gamble against my favorite team if I think they're going to lose, too. I'm not I'm not about – I, you know, I don't usually like to bet on them through my heart. But when I know, like, they have a tough matchup, I will bet against them. Yeah, I bet on the Colts to win against the Jags the last time I bet against oh, my team. Oh, you sick son oh, of a boy. bitch. You sick yeah. son of a bitch. <sighs> but dude, was hey, crazy. I never bet against the Giants. What, what did you expect? I mean, dude, nobody expected them to beat no. their ass. I mean, especially with Jonathan Taylor as in at running back, and he just ran over everybody all season. And then they get to the Jags, and you watch how shitty the Jags did yeah. all <laughs> last season. And you're like, oh, I'm going to make some money because we're going to get trampled by this guy. And then we go out there. We absolutely spank their ass. And was that before just... or after the Urban Meyer firing? Oh, you got I think that was after. I think that was after. Yeah, because everyone was like, year. well, why yeah. did they even need this guy? <laughs> True. Well, yeah, all, this, all, all the Colts had to do is win one game and they're in the playoffs. And that's right. when, you know, uh, what's face went shit the bed. And they Ooh. shipped him out. They got, they got like, you're out of here, buddy. And I don't know. I don't know one person in Washington 
that's excited for Carson Wentz. I haven't met one that's like, yeah, we got Carson Wentz. It's all like nobody. Are you fucking kidding me? Nobody. Yeah, I, don't I would know. rather have, have dude. In my thinking. honest opinion, I too, I would actually rather have like Daniel Jones than because we just mentioned him. I would rather yeah, have Carson Daniel Jones than Carson bad, Wentz. He's got like a bad aura about him. He's got a bad aura, and he's just doesn't get the job done. And the turnovers are so silly. He can drive down like 80 yards and look perfect, and that'll make the dumbest play to throw the dumbest <laughs> interception. And yeah, it's, it's a waste. I, I He's saw really counterintuitive. That he has like the stupidest interceptions of all time. Oh, it's, it's, he'll just uh, take the ball. How like, do you do it? it yeah. like <laughs> and you're like, what are you doing? You don't understand. Like, th- those are killers. Mm-hmm. He minds they, well, dude. Just throw three perfect dimes, dude. Launch yeah. bombs. Get yeah. to like the the red zone and just punt it. And that's the thing because <laughs> coaches are like, if he just kept his head on straight, you know, if he just like fucking didn't make these dumb turnovers, he'd be one of the better quarterbacks, and and he'd be a Super Bowl contending quarterback. But he just just can't do it. He's really fast, but he runs so awkwardly. Like his he runs drive is so feet. long. Yeah, and another thing too is like if you see like a guy like Brady, like Brady is so relaxed and composed. Carson has like this frenetic energy that you, a quarterback shouldn't have. Like he has the energy of like a linebacker, where a quarterback is supposed to be calm and composed. Yeah, and he's like jittery, like he drank four cups of coffee before he even says hike. He's already like looking around with his eyes, like jittery. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's already he's already nervous about before he even say hike. Yeah, See, that was me though. Sure. That was like that was remember a while back when I tried the the fire college though. That was like me. I was like they called me the Chihuahua because I'd be. That's all a great people. nickname. I have no up, idea what the fuck you're talking about. What do you? What? He was just saying how he, he seemed like he'd have like be all jumpy, have like four cups of coffee. No, I'm saying like, yeah, energy. you said it was you. I I don't know what you're talking about. I was relating it back to me in my experience at the fire college. Did you guys Fire both play college, high school football? Said. Nah, I, I didn't play no. high school football. My brother did. Uh, Bel- Carson, yeah. youngest. Okay. Yeah, believe it or not, uh, Pol- my Pol- our baby brother played, and he was the Pol- starting center for three years over nice. at Columbia High School, where uh, Laramie Tunzel came out Huge of. Uh, yeah, yeah, Laramie Tunzel was there. We had another big guy, Timmy Jernigan. Timmy came Jernigan, out of Columbia yeah. High School. He played for the Ravens for a bit. Nice. But yeah, uh, uh, we've had. Uh, who is it? He played for the Eagles and he won. Brian uh, Dawkins? No, it wasn't Brian nah. Dawkins. <laughs> but it was Brian Coach- Dawkins, like 45, right? <laughs> no, nah, I did meet Brian Dawkins. met him, though. Okay. Eagles. Uh, we did. Uh, me and Carson got to meet Brian Dawkins in person one night uh, in yeah. Jacksonville. And that was lit, mm-hmm. dude. He was a very cool dude. And then Nick Foles was there, too. Uh, yeah. Right no before way. he got hurt. Yeah. He's talking. Yeah. Oh, dude, I felt so bad for him because, uh, I don't know. I think he lost his. Kid How could or you feel bad for him? His, his nickname is Big uh, Big Dick Nick. <laughs> yeah, he took yeah. he took he's down the Tom life. Brady. He's living the life. He's yeah. got a ring. He's got the Philly special on his resume. He's probably a backup somewhere making millions of dollars. Yeah, I think yes. he's on the Bears. So me and Carson, was. we went to uh, this oh. event uh, a while back to go meet uh, Brian Dawkins in person, and mm-hmm. we get to it, and it was uh, it was at a church. And yeah. it was basically Nick Foles preaching to us the entire time. That's amazing. Yeah, I heard he's very <laughs> religious. I heard he's very religious. I did not. I didn't know. I, I went there. I was like, yeah, big Nick Nick. 
And I didn't say that out loud, but uh, then he was there with like a, he's holding a Bible and he was really calm and it was very quiet. And I was like, man, this is not what I expected, but there's big dick Nick up there. Yeah. Now he's, then, a, uh, he's a solid quarterback. He's had a very good career. Very good for like a third, fourth round quarterback. Yeah. So the game, we went to the game where he was supposed to play uh, his first down. And it yeah, was right. uh, my, my fiance now, my future wife, actually, she bought the tickets. It was one of our first dates. Nice. And, um, yeah, we went out there, watched the Jags just sweating bullets and everything. By the time we made it in, because they're damn scanners, it was so sunny out, the scanners couldn't read our tickets. So yeah. finally we get in there, and um, the Chiefs are up 7 nothing. I'm like, okay, that's no surprise. I didn't miss the entire beginning of the game where Nick – Foles got injured and basically that was it for him yeah. in Jacksonville. And then I see Gardner Minshew in, and I was like, I just looked at her, I was like, oh shit, we're screwed. And then well, this, he was uh, a lot of fun. He was, dude. I mean, even that one game where I thought yeah. I was like, wow, this is it. There goes the entire freaking season. I can't believe it. And then he does his magic, Minshew Mania at its finest. Yeah, I mean, I hope he gets another shot as a starter. He definitely has. He definitely has the potential. He's fun. The players like him. He's a character. He says funny shit. Mm-hmm. I think his best line was, he said, like, I never take shits because I never want to be a number two. <laughs> I like it. Dude, he yeah. was a savage, too, because I think in college, I think the team was, like, there's word that, like, he was probably going to be, like, I think released or something from the team. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I think he said that he knew that uh, – if he had gotten injured or something like that, he, mm-hmm. uh, while playing football, he'd still have to be on the team just on an injury reserve list or something yeah. like that. I don't know. Yeah. Well, he uh, was in Alabama and he basically was like, I'm just the backup. And then Mike Leach hit him up and was like, Hey man, you come out here. I'm going to put you on the map. And that's what happened at Washington state and it catapulted him into an NFL career, which is pretty awesome. Yeah. Well, I, and then he too, he'd like, he freaking, uh, chug some jack daniels apparently and just beat his hand to a pulp with a hammer that's fucking awesome <laughs> and then he still ended up on the team i don't think he could get released i wouldn't i wouldn't advise a quarterback to do that but hey man to each his own whatever yeah, gets, whatever whatever hand. gets your boat going yeah for sure so uh I've been watching a little bit of basketball myself man uh, sure. i've been watching a lot of memphis lately actually yeah, uh, John Moran is, is the real deal. Dude. Oh, yeah. I, he is blowing my mind. Uh, yeah. That one game where he got like 52 points uh, the other night, yep. not too long ago. I don't know if he saw that one, but I caught no, a little bit of it. I, I follow it. I don't watch a lot of NBA, but I follow it kind of. like I, I see the box scores, but he is the real deal. Yeah. I have to like kind of, when it comes to sports, I have to separate the art from the artist sometimes because, I mean, I've yeah. always – when I, when I finally got into sports and I understood everything that was going on, I was like, oh, man, this is amazing. Like, it's just like anything, they, art, music, you always got to se- separate the art from the artist. It'll yeah. drive you nuts, trust me. I, I, uh, I decided to, like, protest the NFL one year, like one of those uh, guys. Like, I'm not yeah. going to watch it. You know, the people, like, burn yeah. their car hat, uh, Carhartt shit. Um, sure. So I like took a year off, dude, and I felt so empty and dead inside. I like, know. I, I was like, I can't let them take football away from me. It no, you can't. You got to just enjoy it. You got to just realize yeah. I love watching the game. 
I don't really care what these guys have to say. And you got to realize, like, the only reason why you know them is because they play football. Yep. You know, you don't know them because they have opinions about the world. You know them because they play football. And yeah. sometimes they forget that as well, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, you know, it's like Hollywood has a problem like that as well. Uh, just because you're like, all of a sudden these actors are like, they think they know what's best for everybody and they don't. And you're just like, just do your job, like be funny or be in a movie and be good actors. Like we don't need you to preach to us. And I think athletes, you know, when you have a platform, you feel like, you know, people are going to listen to you. And let me ask you this. Uh, You live in California, Los Angeles. you, You go around town. Do you ever notice like everyone kind of is striving to be an actor? Or yeah, is your I mean, personality it, a little it, bit like oh, it's the worst. Too showy. Yeah. yeah, I mean, the to be an actor to be in comedy mm-hmm. or in show business, you got to be somewhat of an asshole. You know, you got to right. be like you also got to be cocky. You got to think you're the greatest. That you're the greatest thing since sliced bread. That you deserve this, that, mm-hmm. and a lot of people that do that, they're the ones that make it. You know, it's like you fake it until you make it, and that's one of my problems. I never was that kind of networking guy, but it can get annoying because you're dealing with everybody that so the, the, I, everything revolves around themselves, like everything, like, and they just brag and brag. And I got this and I got that and I got this. And that's all you hear. It's like, Mm -hmm. I got this new manager. This person likes me. I'm going to be on this show. And it just, it's just like, it's too much. Yeah. yeah, I met John Stamos the other night. You know, exactly. Stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, he loved my script, and we we're going to do something together. It's kind mm-hmm. of funny because uh, a few years ago, I went to a high school reunion, and I'm so used to dealing with comics just bragging. And I go to all these people, and I just assume, like, they're all going to be like that. And I'm like, so what are you doing with your life? And they're like, well, I'm a carpenter. I'm a teacher. And I'm like, oh, my God, it's so refreshing that I don't have to hear how great everybody is for fucking – you know, they can just be like, I have a job and I'm not, you know, I'm not going to brag about myself for an hour. I mean, and people out here literally talk about themselves way too much. And every right. little thing in their career is like bigger than anything in the world going on. And we're, we're all specks of dust. When the truth of the matter is just, yeah, I've been to LA. Um, yeah, I, I've worked around the area. So I'll, I'll, I had dipped in once. Uh, I wanted to go to a nice restaurant, you know, treat myself. Yeah. Uh, it was a business vacation, so sure. it was it was on the boss's dime. And yeah. we go to um, we go to some fancy restaurant, but the worst part was we went to Starbucks beforehand, get mm. some coffee. I'll tell you what, it's like show tunes, like it's like Broadway walking in. Everyone's wearing costumes and shit, yeah. and everyone's running around and. You got boys dressing like girls, girls dressing like boys, and I don't know what the fuck's going on. I didn't even realize I walked into a Starbucks. I thought I was walking to yeah. some kind of damn, uh, like, fashion show. I mean, I like, Comic Con. Yeah, yeah, I'm wearing jeans and a dirty shirt. <laughs> I'm like, what yeah. the fuck? I'm so I, I hear, I'm sticking yeah, out like I mean, a sore thumb because I'm a fucking worker. Yeah, I mean, I'm used to it, and uh, you know, it is what it is. It's uh. It can get tiring after a while. really can. Like, sometimes you just don't want to hear it. Or you're just like, you're like, you know, because everybody does think they're the greatest thing. And if they're working Mm -hmm. at Starbucks or they're a waiter or a waitress, 
they still think like they're going to be the one that's going to make it. They're, oh yeah, they're, they're just the working. Star. They're just yeah. paying the bills till they make it. Exactly. They're hoping that you walk in, you're the next like person who's going to sign them or something like that, and so they're ready yep. with some kind of script. Actually, For know sure. somebody that moved from, I think it was from Florida. I think it was from Tampa. I don't know. It was. I think it was from Florida, but they moved to uh, Los Angeles just here recently to become an actress. Oh yeah, who was that? Uh, no one I know. I well, no, but I'm probably not gonna say. Oh yeah, yeah. All right, all right, all right. Okay. Just to, uh, just to not. I just want to know if it was somebody I know because you know I. Just to not I lived poop on the Florida. road in front of them. You know what I mean. I lived in Lake City too, so I was curious. Okay, I so I didn't hear anything about it. So yeah, Manny. All right. Yo. Um. So uh, the right wing talking point, like you hear on uh, on all these shows, is that uh, people poop in the middle of this street there in L.A. And then they have apps like a GPS, like you know when yeah. the, like Waze shows you where the cops are. When uh, you're walking down the street, shows this you shows you where the massive dumps are. That's what this yeah, is what I've heard. See, from... I never dealt with that. What happened was I don't really live for saying their tents, but one time about I didn't really go into Hollywood for a year during COVID, and then I was with my buddy, and he's like, "Let me let me show you around. You're not gonna believe what it looks like." And there's just tents everywhere. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? This is insane. Like these tents are everywhere. And where I used to like Andy Ruther, I used to visit him in Venice and Venice was kind of like, it, it can get a little dicey, but it was still a cool, like nice area. And you'd walk to his place, like to get to his door, you'd have to go through like six or seven tents. Mm. And <laughs> it's just awful. It, it really is. And, I mean, I'm lucky I don't know anything about the pooping and shit. I, I was also annoyed that they actually put porta potties out there because they're just they basically saying, like, yeah, like, oh, yeah. what are that's we going to do? Good for them, actually. That's... I, I guess, but it's just like encouraging what the situation is, you know? It's, right. like, it, it, it's yeah. like, it's instead of getting the tents out of there, it's it just adds more like, hey, now we're going to give you bathrooms. Well, you did hear what they they did. I don't know how long ago this was, but they were giving away uh, free tickets to Hawaii for the homeless. Jesus. Yeah. That yeah, is crazy. To get them out of there. Yeah. No, it was a one way ticket. It was a one way ticket to Hawaii. It's kind of funny because my buddy, <laughs> my buddy, my buddy works at a hotel. And when COVID hit, they took the hotel and they turned it into like they put homeless in it. And it was like a really nice hotel. And like there were so much problems going on, like they were throwing lit cigarettes at people on the street, like it was a fucking disaster. And uh, you know, it's a it's a very tough problem out here because the politicians want to make everybody happy, and so many people have the homeless people's back because they have a lot of compassion. Yet, yeah. if you have a place and you're paying taxes and you're paying rent, like. You're, you're not living in a safe condition and it's unfair to them. So it's a really crazy situation of like, what is, what they can do about it. And they really haven't done anything to be honest, because they don't want to piss off their voters. Yeah. They're really light on crime too. I've noticed like a lot of videos of like stores, just like a CVS, just getting, yeah, it, it's off it, the shelf. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it's, it's bad because again, they cater more to the voters and the voters like they all live in like up in the hills where they don't have to deal with crime and shit like that. And then they're, they want everything to be soft and you know, the politicians care more about the voting than anything, you know, 
like you know, what their borders like, want. To like be the anti-hero that goes up there with like and accidentally get famous by like living, like doing the whole like grizzly man experiment, but do yeah. it with the homeless population, just surround yourselves and live in an environment with a bunch of crackheads in your own tent mm-hmm. and just kind of like partake in that community, maybe loot a few stores and then like it blows up and I get on vice and shit, something like that. I don't know. Just a thought. Something it could I, work. I do. You never know. It could work. Just accidentally do that. Yeah. <clears throat> but Maddie, um, I was listening. Remember that it's been it's been a while since I actually talked to you. So I actually turned on this uh the Daily Degenerate podcast today. Yeah, that was uh that wasn't our, my best work. That wasn't your dude. I thought it was some pretty fine, pretty damn fine. I appreciate work. it. Yeah. But I, I missed the uh I saw you were on the Dirty Sports podcast. Um yeah, actually yesterday. when I was looking, I looked up Maddie G, like Maddie Goldberg. Yeah. And yeah. that podcast came up at the very top. It was the most recent. I didn't uh, listen to it. I listened maybe like three minutes. And I was like, ah, I mean, I got work to do. So I probably should sure. do that. First. They had me on then... for March Madness. Like, cause I watch a lot of college basketball. So they usually have me on to like talk about it. And I think I got every game wrong so far. So <laughs> oh, shit. Well, I came out as the was... expert and then I'm like, everything is like, but it's crazy. There's been so many upsets. Right. That you can't predict these games. You really can't. Yeah. Hmm. I was rooting hard for Texas AM and they didn't they didn't they got quite fucked make over. It. They got so fucked over. It was such a screw job. But I love their coach. Buzz Williams is a great coach. They have a great future, but they should have been in the tournament this year. And if they did, they would have made some they would have done some damage. I think so too. I mean, we beat Florida and we beat Auburn. And I was like, man, I was really hopeful. I was like, I hardly ever pay attention to college yeah. basketball, but they just had like teams seven bad games in a row where they had a bad streak. And if they didn't have that bad streak, they'd be, they'd be a good tournament team for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so speaking of that uh, old uh, daily generate podcast, uh, yeah. it was good stuff, man. You were talking, uh, you, it was the one episode where you kind of touched, because I, I got the episode wrong. I was wanted to listen to the one where Cohen mm-hmm. got back from uh, the spring training with us. But yes. uh, you had mentioned uh, you had kind of gotten into some like conspiracies there for a little while. You talked about uh, the smiley face killer. Oh, I yeah, I it, got into that. Yeah, that's fucking crazy. Do you have, you, okay, do you, uh, off the top, are you, like, still, is, is that fresh on your brain or are, no? Uh, you know, I can talk about it. I haven't really, you know, it kind of scares the shit out of me. And when things started, <laughs> when things started opening up again, I noticed people started dying again and, like, little bodies of water. And oh, on Reddit, people were like, oh, it's back again. So, yeah, I mean, there, there's something weird going on there and, it's a it's a bizarre mystery and hmm. i don't know there's the the deaths are so unexplained what the hell is okay well can you kind of like uh, yeah well, what it it? Is, it, it's a lot of kids uh they look like you guys like white guys that are around the age or anybody but they age like 18 to 26 strong healthy and they go to a bar and then they did like they go out to smoke a cigarette or get some air or whatever or they leave and then they end up in like bodies of water and then usually they find like a smiley face around there and the cops are just like it must have been a drowning like they they drowned or 
they got drunk and they fell in the body of water, but it doesn't make any sense. None of these mm-hmm. deaths make it. And they're all very, very similar. And it seems like there's some sort of underworld community where these people are doing these weird deaths where they realize that they put these people in water. There's no like evidence of fingerprints or anything. And then there's a, a certain type. It's like a 22 year old college kid that always male too, no females that seem to be murdered. And I just like, this is really odd. Mm. I mean, there's enough, you know, you know, what was a victim of it. Remember the coach, of the dolphins, uh, what was his name. He was coached like 10 years ago. He came from green Bay. Uh, he didn't do a great job there. I forget his name, but his son died like that too. Like his son died in Wisconsin. They found him in a body of water and wow. it's just very mysterious. It, it, it makes no fucking sense. Any of these deaths. And then I got really hooked in it and I'm like doing all this research and then you yeah. just like, you get so hooked. You're just like, okay, I'm going overboard. Rabbit hole. And I would scare myself. And then I'd like, it, it, a lot of it's really freaky. So yeah. they did a documentary on one of the channels with like a cop investigated like three of the stories. There was a girl I dated out here too. Her brother died in Pittsburgh like that as well. Hmm. And uh, they're so creepy. Yeah. And like, they couldn't find him forever. And then they found him in the water and it was like all the signs of like, you know, the smiley face killer or whatever. So, I mean, I don't know what it is. I think like some people say it's like this underworld thing. I think it might be a, uh, uh, I don't know, maybe like bouncers, bouncers or something like a, a bunch of bouncers that are like doing this together because it seems to happen with like bars so like oh. people go outside for bars and a lot of times bouncers don't let them in. Like they're like, I got to go back and get my coat. And then they call somebody they're like, Hey, the bouncer's not letting me in. And that's the last time they hear from somebody. Maybe it's the 1% of the world's richest bouncers. Doing yeah. <laughs> There's another theory that the it's the police officers that it's like police officers are doing it. And it's like an underground cop thing, but I don't buy that. Uh, uh, I've been played too much. Yeah. But I, been a lot it, of it's that, very though. odd. And like, there's a good Reddit about it. And like, there's been about three or four of them in probably the last year. There was one in Alabama. There was one in Dallas. And they're just so odd because these are really healthy people that are like just out, literally like going outside for a second at a bar and then never returning ever again. Yeah. That's crazy because I mean, times fucking I've done creepy that. as fuck. Yeah, you know me. I'm like I'm that hippie. I'm uh, all my friends will be at the bar and I have to go outside yeah. and you know do my well, thing. Well, be careful because you're you are like the you're the target, you know. And yeah. a lot of people think it's like women too, like where a girl is like, you know, a girl come out of a car and be like, hey, can you help me? And like, who's not gonna talk to a hot chick? And then next thing you know, something oh. crazy happens to you. You're right. I'd fall victim to that. <laughs> exactly. I mean, there's a story in New York. Was that, City. ma'am? You need directions? Yeah. 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 <laughs> there's a story in New York that just happened where this guy uh, met a girl on Tinder and then she like kidnapped him with like three of her male friends and they tried to oh. hold hostage for like a hundred thousand dollars and they like. Oh yeah, they tortured her. She yeah, tortured they him. Tortured right. the fuck yeah, out, I man. heard about that. Yeah, I mean it's I... a it's a dark world out there, my friends. How did she know he had money? She yeah, she tortured the guy and called his brother and was yeah. FaceTiming the whole thing. I know. Oh, so come on, sick. dude. It's isn't it women's women's month? 
Is yeah. Oh, uh, you're pass? right. Was, pass, where was it? One pass. day was it international? Yeah, she gets day? a pass. She gets a pass. It's St. Patty's um, Day now, but yeah, but she gets a pass. I mean, these are like seriously like horror movie shit, and it's crazy. That's why I carry a piece. I'm not sure if you do that uh, over in California. No, I, I should. I mean, I I should. I have a good alarm system, and I I'm. I think the funniest thing about the whole gun thing is when they wanted to fund the police. I'm like. If you're going to defund the police, you're going to make the, the gun industry the biggest industry in the world. Like, oh, yeah, they're, they're so dumb in that thinking. And, uh, you know, yeah, I want to I don't blame you. I mean, yeah, especially think, a lot uh, of freaks out there. Yeah, better bet. I think it's better O'Rourke. He's going to try to run for uh, in Texas. Um, yeah, and be their governor or something like that. I try, try at least try. Yeah, yeah. But he's gonna. Tr- he finally cracked the other night when somebody was pressing him about the guns. He's like, "Are you still playing on taking AR-15s and AK-47s?" Oh. And uh, he was like, "Yeah, he's got. He's got to uh, walk that back. That killed he, him. That killed his presidency." Well, he tried to. He tried to walk it back, and he was like, "Well." We're gonna do buybacks. That's what we're gonna do. Oh, yeah. So if he gets his, if he gets his freaking foot in the door, and he just is like, we're he, not. He's not. He's done. He, no, see, buddy, he's playing both sides. My yeah. buddy Alex just uh, tortured him. By the way, so I'll send you the video. He went <laughs> oh, to his like, he went to his thing and he got thrown out because he was screaming at him about something. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't make it out. You can't he play just, both sides. You can't. You play just see that. my buddy getting screamed at, getting thrown out of a video work thing. Which I thought oh, was pretty funny. Most of these dweebs can't even freaking walk in the street anymore without getting heckled. It's hilarious. Yeah. Uh, Hillary Fucking was getting heckled where she was. She was walking to yeah. some event. Yeah, uh, New York City. Yeah. And then uh, freaking um, Justin Trudeau got caught. Oh, he's uh, the worst. Called a yeah. communist fuck. Sub kid was like, yeah, yeah. And he was like, oh, yeah. And he leaned in to take a self and he was just recording. He's like, you communist fuck. Yeah, was, Justin uh, Trudeau is real. Like that whole trucker thing really pissed me off, and and it's just like they all got bailed out with this war going on, and and all of a sudden we forgot about Justin Trudeau freezing, you know, people's bank accounts and stuff like that. Oh, dude, not mad. just that. People are forgetting about COVID already. I mean, some of are still attached to the. Uh, well, I got my shots and I got my mask, so I'm fine. You, yeah. you know, fuck you guys either way. It's it's all the unvaccinated's fault that we got all these variants, anyways. Um, that's all. I mean, that's a freaking can yeah. Of arms as it's is. crazy time, boys. Yeah, it is. But when um, are you guys doing this again? I'll come back on in like a month or so if you want me to come back on. Or, so, right, Maddie, maybe never again. Yeah, <laughs> fuck you, Maddie. Never again. Uh, no, I'm just playing. Uh. Uh, no, I would love to have you on, man. I'd love to have you on. Be more, a little bit more prepared. I know we. Yeah, got, maybe uh, we could dive more into some um, more stand-up comedy. Yeah, that, if you want to do a whole thing on stand-up, I'll do a whole like the whole journey and everything, and the For whole sure. like what are some of the best adventures I've had with it and stuff like that, and the worst adventures. Yeah. I'll tell you some really good bomb stories. Mm-hmm. I've had some awful bomb stories. Dude, Dude, okay, just, you know what? You know what got me hooked, Maddie? Um, what, what I thought you you were at your well, I first discovered you, of course, on the uh, uh, Dirty Sports podcast, okay, with yeah. Andy Ruther. That mm-hmm. shit was hilarious, bro. But you started talking, you start, you both started shit talking Jameis Winston. And I was just yeah. dying at work, bro. I was addicted because I used to spray hotels, dude, just put my headphones in. I would have like yeah. three to do in one day doing pest control, man. 
So I would just walk from the top to the bottom, all the rooms just bored out of my mind. Just listening to music on repeat got boring. So I was well, like, I appreciate find it, man. Yeah, that, you guys. Was fun. Yeah. They always they always kind of let me do my thing. I always love doing the porn reenactments too. I haven't done <laughs> porn. I, I haven't done one of those in years. And it's like it sucks because now you like think if you do that, like somebody's gonna think it's offensive and all that shit. But I miss I miss doing that. One of my favorite videos I missed doing was uh I did one as Mike Mayock, uh rating porn stars i don't know if you ever saw that one but, uh, <laughs> i didn't see that one yeah where i was like doing the combine and uh it's fun yeah, buddy, i just shot you an instagram follow yeah i might follow you i might follow you back i might accept it i might oh accept. it's not exclusive he's a busy right, guy you're, gonna, you're gonna find out in two weeks <laughs> yeah, I, I okay got you, of course. Well, look for the <laughs> handsome devil in yeah. your follow request as soon as, as soon as i get off this you're your follow brother all right so we'll talk football well, Matty, sure. it was great catching up with you, man. Hey, uh, where can people dude. find you? Uh, maybe listen well, to your old stand-up. I got stand up. Twitter because I feel like Twitter is just like nonsense. I don't want to be a part of that shit. So just Instagram at Matty Goldberg is, is perfect. And sure. I do a character on TikTok called, uh, based on the, uh, the, um, the, the Tinder swindler. I don't know. Did you guys see that on Netflix? I so didn't I do, see that. My girlfriend. Yeah, I do, the, I do the plenty of fish swindler. So I do an accent like the guy. <laughs> And I just do funny videos where I try to tell girls to give me their credit card number like he does. <laughs> and I have a big fat buddy that like plays my bodyguard and we I put him in like fake blood that we got beat up. <laughs> so if you go to at plenty of fish swindler on TikTok or just Maddie Goldberg on Instagram and good luck For to sure. the Jacks next For year sure. and the Giants. Absolutely, oh, yeah, I appreciate man. It. <laughs> and good luck to Brady and uh, great seeing you, man. And yes, of course, uh, so brother. the next time in a, in a month or so, or maybe even before, then I'll just, I'll hit yeah, you Yeah, we'll do a on. whole stand up. We'll, we'll, we'll do a whole stand up episode. And the point is, too, yeah, and we'll get Casey in here. We'll get him in the next Awesome. One. For sure. I, I thought, yeah, I didn't know you had so many brothers. I think it's cool <laughs> that you're all like with a cup. Clan. You, you, yeah. you guys all start with a cup. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Start with a K and then stuff cut. start with a C. Right, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, we're, we're there's three K's and two C's. Whoa, that's wild. Yeah. And you have no sisters. No, dude, they tried that's every wild. time for a girl, and all they got was wow. us. Yeah, they thought yeah. Kyle oh, was hey. a girl there for. Hey, I have <laughs> two sisters. I wish I could play sports. I had nobody to play sports with, so at least you guys like fucking oh, wrestle yes. each other, that beat the true. shit out of each that other, football true. in the backyard. It's yes, a good sir. time. Wiffle ball. Well, We'll share more shit, stories, yeah, uh, sure. brother. But I gotta, I gotta get to going. I gotta call it night. Got right, work guys. tomorrow. Uh, great sure. hearing from you guys. Good seeing you guys, Maddie. We'll catch you next time. All yeah, right, you guys. All have, have a good a one. Great night. Peace, Peace out, boys. Bye.